and hello and welcome to uh, the podcast DFJH Science. So we are doing biology and um, this is episode one for lesson one and this is a long lesson. So here are a few things that we'll be covering. Uh, ecosystems, stuff like that, that's really what we're covering. So, okay, so let's start. Um, stewardship is the way of acting that involves personal responsibility for the management and care of, of something. Environmental stewardship and planetary stewardship means working to take care of the Earth and its environment. The environment is all the living and non-living things that exist on the Earth, as well as their interactions with each other. All life depends on Earth. The idea of protecting the Earth has been around for a long time. Many cultures have um, a history of living close to uh, the land, hold a deep respect for the natural world. So, for example, um, the First Nations, right? There's a quote on here, right here, about how the First Nations are the caretakers of Mother Earth and realize and respect the gifts of Mother Earth, uh, like water, air, and fire. Right, so they have a very special relationship with the earth and the living things in it, and you know, like stewardship, like I said, is just taking care of the world, or earth, taking to, uh, taking personal responsibility and managing the world, right? Like managing, as in like taking care, right? Uh, environmental stewardship and planetary stewardship is just making to just working to take care of the earth and its environment. Okay. So, um, sustainability in the environment means that populations of plants, animals, and other living organisms can continue to interact and reproduce indefinitely. It also means that biodiversity is preserved. Biodiversity, okay, so the biodiversity is the number of different species in an area, right? So, there's a lot of different organisms, right? Like there's there's like let's say in an ecosystem there could be the fish, then there's the then there's the, the the let's say the bears and the birds and the different other predators and all that stuff. They're all different things that are uh, in the ecosystem in the uh, what's it called in the area and that that diversity of different creatures is called biodiversity and like we said sustainability is just basically sustainability the way i see it is basically like being responsible uh being responsible for the environment and that when you are responsible for the environment in turn you are saving the planet and you are um that you are basically allowing the populations of plants, animals, and other living organisms to continue to interact, reproduce, and do stuff like that indefinitely. So they can do it, um, well, which is pretty good. And basically it also just means preserving the, the, the creatures, the biodiversity, right? So ecology in general is the study of how organisms uh, interact within each other, right? Um, and their environment. A person who studies uh, ecology is an ecologist. Kind of makes sense. Ecology ecologist. They have the identity. Have to identify the components of elect- ecological systems, such as water temperature and the number of fish. But, but they also must consider a holistic approach 
where the entire system is emphasized. So, a system is a group of individual parts that interact as a whole to accomplish a task. System, think about it this way. You know how when gears move, these gears are moving together and they have a system. That turning and that could be powering something and that the whole powering something, the whole process of that is called, um, it, that it is, is a system in itself. Okay, so the parts of a system are called components and yeah. Okay, so let's quickly just do a learning checkpoint. So stewardship, stewardship is a way of acting that involves personal responsibility for the management and care of something. Environment, now the environment is all the living and non-living things that exist on earth as well as the interactions with each other. Sustainability, now sustainability in the environment means that populations of plants, animals, and other living organisms can continue to interact and reproduce indefinitely. Biodiversity is the number of different types of organisms in an area, the more types of organisms in the area, the higher the biodiversity there is, and uh, that's pretty much it, so yeah, okay, so a uh, question right here, it says, list three possible interactions between a bee and its environment, All right, so a bee goes to um, a flower and takes the nectar from it, sucks it, and then, so that is one interaction. Then it's socializing with its, its creature, it's a, the same creatures as it is also socializing, and it defending himself, itself from, let's say, bears and other stuff like that, I guess you could say is also another one, but I'm not sure entirely if that would be considered as one, but you know, it's fine. Okay. So, an ecosystem is a complex system in which living things interact with each other and with non-living things, maintaining its health and sustainability. Ecosystems can be as small as a drop of water. So, ecosystems don't have a set size, right? They can be, like it said here, a drop, size of a drop of water, or it could be huge, like take up so much land mass and space. So... Abiotic means not living. Biotic means living things in ecosystem. Okay, these are living and non-living uh, components in an ecosystem. And like I said, ecosystem is a system, and a system is basically a group of different parts working together to achieve a goal. Kind of like that. Yeah. Okay, so a species is a group of similar organisms in ecosystem that can reproduce with each other and produce fertile offspring. A population is a group of members of the same species that live in the same area. The physical environment that an organism lives in is its habitat. All the interactions of a given species with its ecosystems from the species niche. So... You could kind of think of a niche as like a bit of like a profile page on a social media kind of thing, kind of. So a niche basically identifies a few things, okay? So one of the first things a niche identifies is, okay, so a niche identifies 
stuff like um right here it says so a niche identifies uh, lots of different things right uh for example red squirrels are found throughout ontario they are all members of the same species they can reproduce but not with other species of squirrels such as the gray squirrel a group of red squirrels living in the valley next to a next to the 16 mile creek will not be part of the same populations as then the niche of red squirrels includes eating nuts and other seeds being hunted by foxes and owls being active during the day and living and nesting in trees so kind of like a um a how they live i guess you could say like how do they um yeah kind of how they live and stuff like that right okay so next one a community so what is a community so think about it this way so humans we have communities kind of like a group uh a community is made up of populations of many different species that live and interact in an area okay so for example right spencer smith bark could have a lot of shrubs blue jays robins trees grass have lots of populations of owls and foxes and all these different things, right? And ecosystems can exist within smaller ecosystems, larger ecosystems, right? So, so basically, a stream is considered an ecosystem because all the abiotic and biotic factors interact. If the stream runs through a forest, animals and plants. Uh, in the forest will interact with the stream ecosystem so the stream is also part of the forest ecosystem right it's its own separate ecosystem but it's together a forest ecosystem it's a part of it right with this thinking it stands to reason that many ecosystems can be interconnected and occupy large regions on earth okay so a biome is a large geographical region that contains smaller ecosystems. So basically, these big, big ecosystems have small, small ecosystems. So, for example, the desert. Right now, the desert around the world is huge. Desert biomes. There is only two or three desert biomes. Like a few, not two or three. Like, but like a few desert biomes around the world, Right. And basically, these biomes have smaller ecosystems inside them, right? It's not one whole ecosystem, right? Um, so, these are the different biomes, okay? So, there is the Didiswis forest, contains trees that lose their leaves in the fall, such as maple and oak. Most, most of southern Ontario is part of the Didiswis forest, okay? So... Our biomes kind of the didis, did deciduous forests, like kind of like that, right? Um, okay, so next boreal forests. Uh, so they contain trees that have like needles and cones. Uh, so spruce, fir. Most of northern Ontario is covered by um, this um, this boreal forest. Okay, so tundra. So tundra has no trees, only small little shrubs, hardy grasses, mosses, and lichens. In uh, Ontario, so around the coastline of uh, Hudson Bay to the west of James Bay is tundra. So we have some tundra 
in Canada, not too much. Uh, well, there is none of it, and Quebec, and uh, I think a bit you could say in Yukon and Northwest, but it's like very slim. Uh, but there is some in Alaska, but it's not obviously part of Canada. Uh, grasslands have a few trees, but are covered in various kinds of um, grasses and shrubs. This is this biome's in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and a smaller part of Alberta, which is also the interior plains of Canada. So they're also the temperate uh, coniferous forests. They have different types of needle and cone-bearing trees than the boreal forests, such as Douglas fir. Stick of spruce and western hemlock. Mo most of western British Columbia is temperate coniferous forests. Okay, so there are two aquatic biomes the marine and the freshwater that are listed here, obviously. So, marine water has a high salt content and is found in oceans. Uh, Ontario's marine biomes are along Hudson and James Bay. And then freshwater has a obviously has it's cleaner, right? So that's why they have a very lot low salt uh, content and includes lakes, streams, rivers, and wetlands. Okay, so biomes combine to make the biosphere. Okay, so the biosphere is the part of the planet including water, land, and air where the life exists. So there are three main parts: the atmosphere lithosphere and the hydrosphere so the atmosphere is the layer of gases that surrounds earth okay so it contains the gases like water vapor carbon dioxide carbon dioxide oxygen ozone and nitrogen so basically our skies there that's the atmosphere right the atmosphere has loads of layers then we have the lithosphere the lithosphere is the earth's solid outer layer it includes the crust the upper mantle, the lithosphere extends 100 kilometers down the surface and runs under the continents and oceans. So I'm pretty sure we live on the lithosphere, right? So our houses are built on the lithosphere. And then the last thing, obviously, the hydrosphere is all the water in the earth. About 97% of the water is salt water. The remaining 3% is fresh. And it includes waters and lakes, streams, glaciers, snow and glaciers, sorry, and all the ice. So, uh, here's a summary. So, systems have components that interact. Ecosystems are, are systems with abiotic and biotic components that interact. Ecosystems combine to form biomes, and the biosphere contains all the biomes on Earth. And the last thing is, the biosphere is composed of the atmosphere, the lithosphere, and the hydrosphere.